Welcome to Ask Abby, a podcast where I help women who have a tough decision to make to connect to the inner wisdom of their body, find their own answers, and move forward. Hello, everyone. Today, I have the wonderful Sam Greenberg here with me, my longtime friend and freshman year roommate at college. Hello, Samantha. How are you? Hey, Abby. Welcome, welcome. Thanks. So why, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about who you are, what you do? Sure. Okay. So I'm Sam. I'm from Southern California, and I have been living in Germany for the past five years and recently just moved to Munich a few months ago. So that's been pretty cool. Yes. And what are you doing there? So I have been teaching business English, and I also am in the middle of an herbalism course. So I've been studying holistic herbalism for the past three years as well. I've been making products, and I have an Instagram, and I'm educating people and all that fun stuff. My gosh, that's crazy. It's been three years that you've been studying that already? Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Time flies. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So... Why don't you tell everybody now, Sam's predicament is one that I see a lot. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what you're trying to decide, like where you're trying to go, what you're trying to get clarity on. Okay. So like I said, I recently just moved to Munich, which means that I am not able to continue teaching business English at my same job. So my main goal is to open up an herbalism business and I don't know, I want to do a few different things. I want to host workshops to teach people how to create products by themselves and just educate people on different herbal remedies. Um, And yeah, but I also need to be making money right now. And so there comes the problem. So I've been thinking about creating my own business English school um, and doing both in parallel. Okay. So yeah. So, so, and correct me if I'm wrong, just cause, um, just for the, so the listeners know you, until you finish your program, you can't actually lead people through herbalism yet. Right. Like you can't just get started and jump in. So I can there. So I'm in a clinical herbalism program, which means that eventually I would like people almost like a doctor, but in the U S where herbalism, um, it's not, you're not, we're not allowed to diagnose or call ourselves doctors or prescribe anything. Funny enough. I just learned that in England and Australia, you're allowed to do that. But anyway, yeah. So, but before then, like right now with the certifications that I have, I can start with workshops and teaching and selling products, but I can't be with somebody in a clinical setting one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking about um, starting your own. I mean, you've been teaching English the last couple of years and you're thinking about really starting to do that on your own and, um, you know, have private clients and go that direction. You're just trying to get clarity around like, what makes the most sense and what, what's next? Exactly. And how to get started. And my biggest problem right now is I have all of these ideas for what I can do with, with English, but also, especially with herbalism, because that's really my passion. And there's so many things that I really want to do with it. 
Um, and there's so many directions I can take it in. And the problem is I have all of these ideas and I just need to get started. And I'm having the problem of really just starting because I wanna, I've been wanting to create a blog. I've made a few um, videos already to like teach people how to identify plants and different herbal preparations, but I really wanna keep that going and have a website and be more consistent with it. And like I said, I have all of these ideas, but I just, I don't know, I'm having a problem with really getting started and figuring out which direction to, to start with. Yeah, like actually implementing them. And like, sometimes when we have so many ideas like that, it's like hard to know which ones to even chase and like which ones to actually follow through on and which ones are like ideas to backlog for later. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. And also I want everything to be so perfect. So I'm afraid to put anything out because I'm afraid, oh, well, it's not going to be perfect enough. And I think that is also stopping me oh. where well, I need to get all of the information out for these people and it's either all or nothing. Yeah. It's like, you need to have it all figured out before you even sit down and start. Yes. So let's talk about that a little bit. Cause that's that I see all the time. Mm -hmm. And where do you think that like, like, where do you think that comes from that needing to get it all figured out? needing to have it all perfect? Huh, that's a good question, Abby. I don't know. Um, why don't you tell me? <laughs> um, well, let's start with this. Let's start with this. Well, and so for Sam, this is a very perfect um, kind of predicament that she's in. I'm going to give everybody a little bit of background on your human design for those who are into it. She is a four, six manifester with emotional authority. And she also has the Jack of all trades channel and the channel of struggle. So this Jack of all trades channel is um, this energy in your chart that like really makes you, we've talked, and we've talked about this, Sam and I on our own, but like, it really makes you like itchy. It's this energy that like is always longing for the next thing. This is like where all your big ideas come from. And it's this itchy sort of jumpiness, like, oh, I want to do this. Oh, but I also want to do this. Oh, but I also want to do this. Um, without the energy to really like follow through necessarily on some of those convictions, like really kind of see that through to the end. Um, and then the channel of struggle is a energy in your chart that makes, it's this energy that's really all about like, well, what is life without struggle? It's this energy of like, okay, well, life is supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be a struggle. And the, when you have this energy in your chart, it can be, it can really make it feel like things aren't worth it if you're not struggling through it. Does that make sense? So we can sometimes make things harder than they need to be when you have this in your chart. Um, and you're kind of like creating that struggle a little bit for yourself because that really makes you feel like you're getting like the juice out of life, you know, like it's really worth it for you at the end because you put this hard work and you really struggled through it. Um, so I'm, I'm not surprised to see you in this predicament for sure. Um, if you were to like not worry about everything being perfect and to not worry about how it's all going to play out and you're not going to worry about like that you need to make money, right? You need a job like immediately. What would be the thing that you would want to do? Hmm. It's a good question. I think what I would want to do would be, I mean, focus on my herbalism and really create classes, videos, and workshops. Hmm. And 
yeah, just to get some knowledge out there. I think people are really interested about, especially now with, um, I don't know, with big pharma and the coronavirus and just, I don't know, people are starting to wake up to everything. I think a lot of people want to learn about how to take care of themselves in a natural, holistic way. And I think that that would would be something that I would really enjoy doing is getting that information out there mm. and making videos and, and like educating and yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause I do have a passion for education. I've, I've had lots of different, I mean, Abby, you know, I've yeah. had lots of different jobs in my life. I have yeah. changed my major and career. Like I can't even tell you how many times, but that's a jack of all that, trades right there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I, yeah, but when I first I learned that, about that channel, sidebar, when I first learned about that channel, I was like, I bet Sam Greenberg has this in her chart. And I looked it up and sure thought you did. That is so funny. Yeah, that really resonates with me. Also, the uh, the channel of struggle. Mm. You, you told me about that a few weeks ago. And since you told me about that, I've learned, okay, or I've practiced, maybe don't make things as hard as they need, as as you think they need to be. And that's even helped me a little bit with um, some, some of my classes and like backing off with the amount of notes I need to take. And it's helped me progress through that as well. So um, yeah, it's like what needs to happen and what are you just putting on yourself like in an attempt to be perfect and like achieve that perfection, you know? And what, like, what, uh, what really needs to happen and what are you doing to just kind of keep yourself busy? Definitely, definitely. And that like that makes me think of videos that I want to make. Um, I don't know if you know what fire cider is, but yeah. it's yeah. So um it's a really nice like vinegar winter tonic and cold and flu tonic. And I thought it would be really fun to make a video um to tell people how to make it and make a video um to explain all the different benefits. And I haven't because I keep on imagining this perfect video that is perfectly edited and the script is great and the shots are beautiful. And it stopped me from creating this video and getting this information out there. And I just think it's so silly because I think people would enjoy it even if it isn't this perfect scripted video and shot. Yeah, hundred percent. And you have a pretty strong social media following. I find manifestors are very, very um, talented at social media, like because informing is so much of how you guys, um, like it's so much of your process that to just show up on social media and like inform your people of what you're doing, I think comes really naturally to you guys. Um, so it's interesting to me, like you are so already much doing that. Um, and so, yeah, like how does it feel knowing that you are holding yourself back because of this like perfectionism gremlin. Yeah, no, I think it's something that I definitely need to work on. And now that I know that it's there, I think maybe I'll be able to finally get past it. Mm. Um, yeah, like, I mean, for example, I've been, I make tea, like different tea blends. I don't know, like five times a day. I love tea, tea's the best. And yeah, there, I have so many ideas of, oh, I should make a video that, that explains, like, I don't know, like my let's calm down tea or my get ready for bed tea. And I just haven't because of, for the same reason before. And I just think I'm making things harder than they need to be. Things don't need to be as this perfect 
thing that I have in my mind. Yeah. So how could you take like those little things that um, like your tea throughout the day, like how could you take that and share that with your audience and make it be easy, like allow it to be easy? So I think that what's important is that I realized that I don't need to get every single piece of information about that tea herb remedy. I don't need every single piece of of that in each video or post. And also, if I did give all that information, it would probably be too much for people to take in all at once. Who wants to sit down and read a five page article about why we should all drink chamomile tea? Probably, I would, but probably not most people. Um, so I think that would be a big way to, to be able to get my input. Yeah, and like you can always recycle content, you know, and you can always talk about like one day it's the benefits and one day, you know, you can kind of break up all of that information and continue to make little smaller bits. Like maybe just come on and talk about it in your stories. Like instead of worrying about it being this like perfectly curated YouTube channel, maybe you just show up in your stories and you're like, Hey, this is the tea I just started making. And here I am with no makeup being myself. Like how, like, how would that feel to be able to make like make that a little easier does that make sense does that make sense yeah, yeah I mean I think that's what I should be doing I I think that I need to kind of relax and realize what this the the, the channel of struggle I think yeah yeah um yeah I think that could have something to do with it and I think that I think that a lot of people would also appreciate the information out there as well because I know I like it when some of my herb teachers, even though they say the same thing over and over again about, um, I don't know, Tulsi or holy basil is great to um, for stress. And I mean, they've said it 500 times, but every time they say it, it's a nice little reminder for me. Oh yeah, I think I'm gonna make myself a cup of Tulsi tea. So I need to realize that it's okay to say, say something again and again yeah. because it's important information. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Do you find that that holds you back from creating like this fear that people are going to be like, oh, bitch, you just said that last week. We know. Get it. <laughs> yes. Well, and it's so funny because so for the fire cider example, I've been wanting to talk about fire cider for, I don't know, I've been planning it for honestly over a year. How embarrassing is that? And like, I haven't, I haven't done it because I thought to myself, okay, should I create, should this be free content? Should it be paid content? If I do it once, I can't do it again. And finally, the other day I posted something about it on Instagram, something really casual. And I got such a good response and people were really, really interested. And I thought to myself, well, even though I posted about this once, I can post about this five more times, explaining the same thing, maybe in a different way. So it resonates to somebody in a different way, or I don't know, I could focus on the preparations or there's a million different recipes. So I, I think I need to really be okay with, it's okay to post about something more than once. Yes. And this is a topic that I'm glad you brought this up because this has been coming up with a lot of people, a lot of clients, like someone just reached out to me on uh, Instagram about this the other day. It's this idea of like, 
holding ourselves back from saying or do like being authentic on social media because we're scared we're going to annoy people or we're afraid that people are going to be like, oh, she's so annoying. All she ever talks about is tea when really like that's why people follow you, you know, and if they don't want to hear about it, they're going to unfollow you and whatever you're making space for more aligned people to enter into your audience who do care about what you're sharing. That is so true. Yeah. I, and like I this conversation makes me want to post more like right now. <laughs> and I'm glad we're talking about this because I think this is going to help a lot of other people as well. Cause we're not, you know, you're not alone. I struggle with this. Everybody struggles with this. Um, and do you think like as a consumer, as someone who's on Instagram, you follow other accounts, like, do you care about their other people's content being perfectly curated and perfectly edited? Or do you follow the people you follow because you enjoy their energy and you, you like them as a person and you want to see them come through as their authentic self? Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because I just even commented on this girl that I follow, um, she, she always just takes the most beautiful pictures of herbs. And, um, and I told her, I love your pictures. You always capture herbs so beautifully. And when I think about it now, most of her pictures are pretty similar pictures of herbs. And I have never thought of, oh, she always posts pictures like this. I enjoy them. That's why I follow her. Yeah. So I guess I should not hold myself to this impossible standard of mm. needing to be everything needs to be a hundred percent original every single time mm. yeah like what if it just needed to be a hundred percent you every single time yeah yeah that's so true yeah love that <laughs> yes so is yeah I know I love that I'm so glad that this topic came up this is like a really important topic so I wasn't yeah. expecting us to go here today and I'm glad that we did because this is good yeah, definitely. Also, something else that I've, I don't know, been thinking about recently is that I sometimes need to remember that, like, the things that I think are obvious, you can still post about it because I'll think, oh, well, I don't even need to say that because everybody knows that. But when I go back and think about it, or I talk to somebody else about it, they say, oh, well, I don't really know what that means. Can you explain that to me? And I guess I get caught up in that I've been studying this for so long and I think, oh, it's common knowledge, but sometimes it's important to, to put out the easy stuff. So yeah, yeah to, and to get, yeah. We talk about this in yoga all the time. It's like coming at things from the beginner's mind. Like, yeah, because it seems so obvious. And I feel the same way with my content. So when you said that, I'm sure you saw my eyes light up. Like, I, I always feel like, well, this is so obvious. Everyone knows this, but they don't always. Like, that's why you are educating them. Like, that's what you specialize in. And um, even if you feel like you've said it a thousand times, it's still helpful for the person to hear it. Um, mm -hmm. And to keep coming at things from this beginner's mind and to keep like um, trying to think of it from the perspective of someone who doesn't have three years of of knowledge of studying under their belt. Yeah, and it's so true. And also, even if you do have that knowledge or that experience, sometimes it's nice to have that reminder um, from like something from the beginning or the basics. Mm -hmm. It kind of just brings you back to, oh yeah, like it's, yeah. Yeah, I find that like yoga is something that immediately is coming to mind. Like I've been doing the practice for years and years, but still every now and then I'll, there will be this beginner piece that I'm like, oh yeah, like that was really good for me to revisit and to hear that again and um, kind of come at it from that beginner's point of view. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it sounds like I'm going to project for a second on you. It sounds like to me, a big reason why you haven't stepped forward with this and like, um, why you're stuck in this, like, I have all these ideas, but I can't get started is this fear around, um, getting it wrong. This fear around, um, having everything be perfect, having everything perfectly curated. Um, yeah. Does that, that resonates with you? Yeah, I think it really does, especially after we just have this conversation, honestly. And a big part of it too is I think I can only do it once. This is my chance. It needs to be perfect this one time. And that's so not reality. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And like, can you give yourself permission that like you don't need to get it perfect the first time. You're going to have a bunch more chances to talk about that herb, that cider or whatever, like on your pages, on your blog, whatever, whatever it is that you do. And the more of that content that you backlog, like the more you're going to have to put into these new endeavors. Like when you want to go create an online course or go create um, a blog, you have all this stuff that you have already have done to, to start with. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's so true. That's something I see with people all the time. They're like, I don't even know where to start. And it's like, well, where are you already doing the thing? Like you're already fucking doing the thing. You know what I mean? You've, you've had that yeah. account. You have a lot of followers on your account. Like you have a good, you are really good with social media. So, like- <laughs> which is so funny because like, honestly, I mean, we were just talking about this before. Like I barely know how to post a story. <laughs> yeah. You are a little bit of an old person with technology, <laughs> but yeah, so, I, I, I'm, I, it's yeah, it's, I don't know how it happened. I mean, I don't have like a ton of followers, but, um, but you've like for the past couple of years that you've been working at it, like you have definitely like, well, I I actually started it in March, um, with Corona, the shutdown. It's that soon that you started. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I started it. Um, when the shutdown started, I had a little extra time and actually Abby, shout out to you. You, um, you created this, um, this workshop about, I forget what it was. Things that the money workshop. It, maybe it was the money workshop, but the way that you put it in this workshop, it's like, what are your goals and what are what's holding you back and why are you not reaching your goals? And I did the workshop. I thought it was great. And then two days after, I think I did, I rewatched it and something clicked. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I'm just going to start this Instagram now. I'm going to make a video. I don't know why I haven't been. And, um, and you really helped kickstart me with that workshop. It was, Mm. it was great. Um, so yeah, in, and so now here you are six months later, probably even more than that, like wondering, okay, now how can I step into workshops? How can I step into educating people? Like, and you already have that basis. You know what I mean? Like you already set that up. And I think mm-hmm. it's really easy for us to feel like, oh, I have to start these workshops, these trainings, this, this whole new thing. But it, it's not that different from what you've already been doing, educating your, your audience, educating your followers. Um, and now people who are ready to step into the next level of education with you can sign up for a workshop or whatever, yeah. you know, you're going to offer. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true need to stop making things so hard on myself. (laughs) Yeah. That's like, for sure, that channel of struggle coming through of like, um, and they say that with, with that energy, 
it can be helpful to like find things that you're passionate about. Um, you know, like find the things that make your blood boil, like that really like rile you up and try to, um, really put energy like into that. So like, if you have a cause that you feel really passionately about like animals or something like that to really like put your energy and passion into that so that you're not making your life harder than it needs to be to kind of give that energy an outlet, like give yourself something to struggle up against. Um, so I don't know if that resonates with you, but that is, that is, I've heard that advice a few times for people with the channel of struggle. Huh. That's really interesting. I mean, yeah, there's plenty of things out there <laughs> that, you know, right now, 2021. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. I love that advice. If you're enjoying listening and you've been thinking, oh my gosh, I need this for myself for my life or my business. I have an amazing group offering coming up on Saturday, February 20th. It's going to be an all day alignment intensive intended to help you to get clear on what's next for you in your life, in your business, in your career. This is a chance to connect with other like-minded women, to reconnect with yourself and to start redirecting your life or your business back into alignment with who you are. We'll start the day with my favorite embodiment practice, Empty Out with Emily Kelly, followed by intensive training, a Q&A session, and one-on-one hot seat coaching with me. We'll finish the day off with some sound healing with Liz Hargreaves. It's going to be an amazing, intensive session, a great chance to connect with other like-minded women and to get really clear on what's next for you. So I hope you'll join us. The info is in the show notes. So I'm, I'm curious. I just want to touch on you. We haven't brought up the teaching English at all. Let's talk about that. Okay. How are you feeling about that? You, you seem to me like your passion is in the herbalism. I mean, a hundred percent. I love it. I, I love health and wellness. I love holistic healing. Um, I love it. <laughs> so do you think that there's a gremlin in there that's telling you it's more logical for you to make money doing English than it is to make money doing herbalism? Well, the reason why I'm really planning on starting this English business English school is because I think it's, I, I mean, I need money. I need to pay the rent. I, I need to eat, um, tomorrow, you know? And so I feel like with all of my experience teaching English, it's something that I can do to make money right now while I work on my herbalism on the side. I just, I haven't even thought of, well, can I make enough with my herbalism to support myself immediately? Because all I've really done so far with, um, to make money with the herbalism is sell some products that I I've made on the side, but it's definitely not enough to, um, you know, to keep me going. So that is why I even thought to start this endeavor right now, instead of jumping into the herbalism professionally, a hundred percent. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I should try to jump into the herbalism a hundred percent, but I don't know. Right. 
I don't know. <laughs> like, I just don't know. Yeah. So let's let's get let's get into this a little bit because I think this is this is good stuff. So money aside, right? Like if nothing was an object and you didn't need to pay your rent and all that good stuff. Does it feel good to you to continue with the English business? Well, I do. Okay. I, I will say I do enjoy it. I love people. I love talking to people. I like educating people. Yep, that's your fourth line right there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a people person. Um, yeah. English is definitely not my passion. Like teaching English. I've taught yeah. lots of different things in my life. Um, and English has never been my passion. It just, it was something for me to teach, to live abroad. Um, but because I've done that for five years, it's become very easy and second nature. So it's, it's not my passion to teach business English classes, but it's something that I enjoy. I, I like talking to people. You know, we always talk about different cultures, sometimes even health and wellness comes up and that's always really fun. We talk about politics. So we have enjoyable conversations. So it's something that I do enjoy to do. It's not my passion, but it's not something that I dislike. Mm. And so what I'm hearing there is like the part you like the most about it is the educating, is working with the people. Um, yeah, it's kind of like leading people. Yeah, definitely. And I love that it's all different types of people. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of get all sorts. So isn't that what you would be doing through your herbalism business? Yes, I guess. I wouldn't necessarily be working one-on-one with people yet because yeah. that would be the clinical stuff that I'll do in a few years because it's a lot of, need to know a lot of stuff before you can start to do that. But um, But yeah, I would be, I would be, you know, involved with people. It probably wouldn't be, like I said, in the same way because it would be online workshops or, mm -hmm. but. Yeah, it would just look a little differently. Yeah. So I guess my question to you, and only you're going to know the answer to this, is does it feel good to have the English on the side while you work on the herbalism stuff. You know what I mean? To have something you feel comfortable and safe with while you build up this thing that you're so clearly passionate about. When you re-listen to this, you're going to hear the tone in your voice. The change between when you were talking about herbalism to when we started talking about teaching English was massive. Really um, yeah. And I'm sure the listeners can, can feel that change in your energy as well. So like, is this something that will provide the support that you need to get your herbalism business where you want it? Or is it something that's going to almost distract or take up energy and keep you back from really excelling with the business? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's, it does make sense. That's such a good question. Um, I don't know if I can really answer that yet. In yeah. my <laughs> mind right now, it, I will be able to do both. Especially if I keep in the, at the front of my mind, okay, I, I, you know, herbalism is my passion. I'd rather build that and, you know, keep, keep my English lessons small. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I would just jump into herbalism if I knew that, or if I felt comfortable that 
I could support myself doing that at the moment. And mm. I just don't feel that way. Um, so like, if you knew everything would work out, then you would go for the, the herbalism. Probably. Yeah, probably. Like I said, I do, I, I do really enjoy teaching English and yeah. I like having that one-on-one or even I, I teach small groups too, but you know, having that live interaction, um, I, I enjoy it. It's a good time. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with using something you're comfortable with while you build up your other thing. Like I, I mean, you know, this. I bartended while I got my business off the ground for years. So, um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I just want you to be mindful as your friend, especially like, will, will the perfectionism gremlin show up in the English classes and, you know, will you burn yourself out? Like, I, you know what I mean? I don't want to see you burn yourself out, spending so much time and energy trying to get this English thing perfect when your soul and heart is like really in the herbalism. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Like, where can you allow that to like, yeah, maybe you get some clients in that so that you have that on the side, but where can you just allow that piece of it to be easy and not, um, so you can really put your creative energy towards what you're passionate about. Yeah. And I think in, and in all honesty, like I've, like I said, I've been teaching English for a while. It's just second nature to me. It, I won't need to put a ton of time and energy into planning the classes The I think the main thing will be setting up and these classes and finding companies. I, I mean, I need to do this in German. <laughs> um, and so I'm, my German's not great. So I'm a little, I think that's the thing that I'm. Your German about. is pretty good. I've heard you speak German. Okay. Oh, I yeah, don't speak I, German. I, I so I guess my opinion is <laughs> Yeah. But I've never like negotiated with, um, with companies in German, but yeah. <laughs> That's, that's probably the thing that I'm a little bit the most nervous about, um, is, you know, the administration stuff and the administration stuff that I have to do in a second language. But I think the classes themselves won't take too much time and energy. I, what I really need to do, especially after what we just were talking about, I need to start creating content and putting things out there. So people, if they are interested, just giving them the opportunity to start these workshops. Because I'm not even letting people or giving people the opportunity to even, you know, start with it. Give you money. Yeah. Maybe they want to pay you and you're not even allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Or even some of the free content that I'm putting out there or all the free content, these things that I have in my mind, I'm, you know, a lot of people could probably benefit from it or want to know, and I'm not even putting it out there for them. Yes. So what do you think like the first step is for you in, in getting that out there? For herbalism? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of just thought of in this second. So I post, so I've been posting not as often as I would like to be because in all of my posts, I want to have like this beautiful picture that I've taken. And I, I mean, you've seen them. They're, they're pretty, they have a lot of information about that in there about um about whatever I'm writing about. And maybe I should relax and even just have like a one sentence fun fact about, I don't know, hey, did you know that the smell of rosemary like helps bring circulation to your head and helps with brain fog? 
Yeah. I don't know. Like, do they Even need just- to be like well curated blog posts as captions or can you make it be a little easier? Yeah. 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 Just have that one sentence and mm-hmm. let, you know, I mean, I, I would like that if I, if I read that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cause before yeah. I would think, oh, well, I should probably put some science to back it up, maybe explain how it happens. But I think honestly, most people might not even care how it happens and what's going on in the body. As long as they know it's like a cup of rosemary tea or rosemary essential oil helps with brain fog. Yeah. And the other thing to keep in mind, especially being a manifester, um, most of your followers are going to be like generators and mini gens. I mean, you probably have a little bit of everybody, but they're looking for things to respond to. So you can put out, like, you don't need to put out every bit of information. You can put out like your vague overall about the herb and say, what are your questions? What other mm-hmm. questions do you have? Like, then they'll say, what's the process? What's they'll tell you what they want to hear from you, you know, and really leaning into that piece of, well, how can your audience, you know what I mean? Your audience can let you know what they want the answers to. And you can start playing in your stories with like, what do you want to, what herbs are you curious about? What, um, what do you want to hear more about? And really then just allow your posts to be the answers to their questions. Huh. That's, that's an interesting idea. And what do you think about the, the like short one sentence fun fact about different things? You think that's fine? I think that's great. Yeah. I think that I don't, I, to be honest, Honestly, don't read, I don't read long captions a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I have long captions on a lot of my posts. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't always read a really long caption. When I see it. Yeah. 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 True. Unless it's something I'm really interested in. And you know, some people I do, and you're always going to have that. Like you're always going to have your people who just drop in and see what you're doing occasionally. And then you're going to have your diehards who are reading every caption that you post, you know, and interacting with all of your content. Um, but yeah, like, can you, can you allow yourself to occasionally put out one of some, one of those really long, long posts, but also sometimes put out some smaller, easier content? Yeah, that's, I mean, and that would make my life easier and it would be nice to get the information out there to people. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, sometimes like I'm trying to get better about this as well. Um, and I'm super glad that this is what we're talking about today. I didn't anticipate this. And I think like content, putting out content is such a struggle for so many of us. And it's like this constant, like, ugh, of branding ourselves that it's important to keep talking about like how we can show up more authentically and make it easier on ourselves. Um, oh crap. I can't remember where I started with this rant. Yeah, it'll come back to me. But I, I just think it's important to realize that like, it doesn't need to all be hundred percent perfect. Um, oh, I remember what I was going to say. Um, you know, when you'll have an idea and you're like, Ooh, I should post about, and then you put it on your list. And that's usually when I get into like spiral overthinking it. Um, the, the video is going to have to be perfect. I'm going to have to put on a cute outfit. Whereas I think every now and then I'll have a feeling of like, Oh, I'll have a thought of something that I would love to talk to my audience about. And I'll just show up in my stories, turn the camera on to whatever I'm already wearing and blast, you know, blab away and people love it. Right. So I I do feel like it comes across a little more authentically when it's like in the moment, I'm actually thinking about it. I'm actually passionate about what I'm saying rather than putting it on some to-do list and adding it to my list of like beautifully curated content. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, that's just, yeah, that's something that it doesn't come naturally, right. At least to me, like, yeah, I, I always thought, especially before 
I mean, I used to, I don't know if you've seen like all of my wild crafting plant identification videos. And I, there were so many more that I wanted to do, but it just took so long because I made this huge script because I wanted to make sure I got every single piece of information in there. Um, and I guess for plant identification, that's pretty important, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should have just relaxed. And if I was on a walk and saw some stinging nettle and I could just say some, some stuff about it and post that there. Yeah. And, like where yeah. can you trust that you really know more than you're allowing? Like I'm getting a sense of that from you right now. It's like, you're not trust, like you're not trusting in what you know, like you've been studying for this two years and you're really passionate about it. And when you're out in the woods, you're identifying that plant. Like you can go on in your stories and talk about that. You don't need to double check your books before you mm -hmm. write up a video, but it's this gremlin that tells us like, oh, let's get it all correct. And I have this too, because, and I'm always scared someone's going to call me out if I get something wrong, right? Like you put something a little wrong and someone's going to mm -hmm. message you and be like, no, it's not a green leaf. It's got three points. Like, so where can we allow this gremlin to, and like permission to like, you don't always have to hundred percent get it right either. Like if someone points out on your post that you got something a little wrong, they're like, oh, I'm really interested to talk about this more. You're right. Like, like, and where can we allow ourselves that ease instead of like obsessing over getting every little detail perfectly correct? Yeah. And I don't know if you do this, but when I make a video or even sometimes a post, I think of what is every single possible question that somebody could ask me. And then I try to answer it in the video. And like you just said, that's not necessary. People can ask you and you can answer it in the comments below. And I think if anything like that builds a better community, you're giving people a chance to ask their questions to be heard. And then it allows you the chance to answer their questions in the comment. Like you're nurturing that community, which is what social media is there for. So mm -hmm. instead of obsessing over like, well, let me pre-answer their questions. When they answer, when they ask a question, you can invite them to ask them. That actually tells you what you're, that's going to tell you what they want to know, what they want to hear. It gives you the chance to answer the question and show your expertise in the subject. It increases engagement because now you're getting comments on your post. Like it actually benefits you more to allow them the chance to have questions and to show that they're learning and figuring it out than to try to like preemptively over inform them before they even get a chance to ask. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, this is, this is great. I'm really, I'm so glad that we had this conversation. Yeah. See, and you were nervous. Even today you were nervous about getting it right beforehand. She was like, yeah. what do I have to say? What? I'm like, girl, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm just like you, I'm really surprised that this conversation is going there. And this is so helpful. Like you. <laughs> well, God, that's what I was hoping you would say. So that's like the goal of the whole thing is to help you to like see where you're getting stuck because it can be hard to even be aware of that. Like I bet getting on today, you didn't realize that the reason you aren't starting this thing is because of this fear of getting everything perfect, you know, going into it. And, and that's really common. So I'm super glad that you brought this up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, this is great. Huh? Yeah. Cool. So with all of that in mind, where, what do you think is your next step? Like that you're going to take when we get off the phone today, like what's the next step for you to get in and to get this whole thing off the ground? Herbalism or English? Either. Cause I, I don't think you're going to come to a super decision on if the English, you know what I mean? Like, I think you're yeah. going to have to play into it and feel it out and just see what happens with it. Yeah. And like you said, like 
because I'm not quite as passionate about English, I'm a little less worried about getting it all perfect. Yeah. And that's why it's, it's coming into being much easier for me. Like I thought of this English idea, I don't know, like two and a half weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. And I'm about to launch Monday. So and with this herbalism, I've been thinking about it for three years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So just think about that. And like, where can you bring that energy that you're putting, like, where can you bring that energy to the herbalism and just realize it's, it's no different. Like mm-hmm. it's because it's like your baby and you feel so passionate about it. You're like wanting to get it right the first time, but it's really no different than what you're doing for the English thing. Um, and my guess is if you started putting workshops up and just t- like tossed one on at the end of the month, you, you would get a better response than what you're anticipating. Yeah, you think, huh? I would be curious. Okay, what are my next steps? So back to your question. What, what's my next steps after this call? Yeah, what are your next steps? Like after this call, what feels good for you to like move forward with everything we talked about? So I definitely think I will post content with more ease and yeah, put, take, takes the pressure off myself. Maybe like, and I also need to think about it as maybe I'll just write something that I think is interesting. That's what I'll put out there because if I think it's interesting, a lot of other people probably will too. And if I find something helpful, I'm sure other people will too. And I need to, it doesn't, I don't have to put all the information about that specific plant or remedy or whatever. So I, yeah, I like if this to, is going to be the rest of your life, you're going to have so many more opportunities to talk about those plants, like so many more opportunities. Yeah, it's so true. Uh, so I think next week I want to post more, but not have the pressure of the post. Yeah. See if you um, And I think I should really post a video and have it be casual and not let myself put too much pressure on it. Maybe not even think about really what I want to say beforehand and just talk about something for a minute and give my opinions on it. And maybe, yeah, instead of having it be all about the facts, maybe how I feel about this plant and why it helps Or why me. you use it. And yeah, yeah, like why it helps you. That is such like a manifester informing thing right there. Like all you're doing is letting your people know, I drink this tea because it's got this benefits and I like it and I make it in this cup and I use this diffuser and whatever, right? Like, and your people are gonna be drawn in by that. Yeah more than like a textbook xyz like they're they're there for your energy like they're there for the information but there's 8 million herbalists i'm sure on instagram that they could follow so they follow you for a reason and really allowing that to come through instead of allow like trying to get it to be perfect perfect something out like you'd read out of a book mhm mhm and i think another thing that i want to do i i've been taking so much time to launch this website because i just want it to be so perfect my baby. I want it to be the most perfect thing you've ever seen. (laughs) Um, and I think I'm just going to relax. I hate like this technology and all this stuff, but, um, put something together and launch it. And I can always make it prettier in the future, but I just, I guess I should just give people the opportunity to even read the information and and if let them decide if they want to read it instead of deciding it for them and not posting anything. Yeah. And how does that feel like to think about that, that you're actually doing your people a disservice by this perfectionism gremlin? Like 
you're actually now withholding information that could be helpful because of this gremlin that's telling you like, you're not perfect enough. You're not good enough. It's not good enough. It's not ready yet. Um, and so does thinking about it in that way help you a little bit to be like, I'm actually doing a greater service by getting it out there, even if it's messy, than I am by withholding it and not sharing it with the world. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, so I don't know if you want an example, but um, so time steams, very, very easy. You just boil hot water, put some time in it and breathe it in. It's yeah, very, very it easy. Up. Yeah. So it's, it's something that can help the respiratory system for coronavirus or just in general, but specifically also because of coronavirus. And I've been wanting to talk about this since, you know, coronavirus was a thing. And I just haven't for all of the reasons that we've said previously. I finally put a one post out about it last night. And I was thinking, how stupid is this? That like, I felt like, yeah, it is a disservice because even just telling you or some of my friends, even if not a lot of people saw it and it wasn't like the most successful post ever, even if five people saw it and read it and then they tried it, that would be beneficial. And it probably helped some people. So yeah, I definitely think it was a disservice that I waited and didn't put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. And reminding yourself of that next time that that, cause this gremlin's not going to stop coming up, you know, that's still a thing you're going to keep working through, but when that comes up and you have that feeling of like, it's not perfect. Um, reminding yourself of that, like, well, what am I withholding for my people? Like, this is something that could help. And I'm, I don't want to withhold it because of my fear of getting it perfect. Um, you know, when your audience is never going to take it that way, they're never going to listen and be like, wow, she could have given us a little more detail on what the, how time grows. Like no one's ever going to think of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's true. People don't think about what you don't say and you know, only, you know, what you could have said and didn't say. Yeah. And Oh, tell me about it. When I've been re-listening to these podcasts, I'm like, Oh, I should have said, but you know, you're, it's, what can you do? <laughs> yeah. 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 And like you said, it gives you content for next time. Yeah. 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 What do you think about this? Like also when you, okay, that maybe you can relate to this when you learn a, about a new I don't, topic or when you learn a new skill, sometimes it's not super easy to explain that topic very well, um, especially the first few times. And I think that's also could be a reason why I feel like I need these scripts, even though I have the information, I think, mm. oh, I have a hard time get, getting it out there for, for the beginner's mind, like to make mm. it. Hold on real you, quick. I'm going to look at your chart real quick. Do you have an open? No, you're a manifester. Um, I'm sorry. Ask me that question one more time. I got sidetracked. Yeah. So if we were talking about, like, I could explain how to use the present perfect, like with English, like one, two, three, I could do it with sleeping, you know, it's super easy because I've been doing it for the past five years. Mm -hmm. But even though I've been studying herbalism and I have all this information, sometimes I have a hard time explaining it, especially in beginner's words. Mm. So I, I stumble over my words and explanations. And so I think that also could be why I feel like I need that script. You need the script. Yeah. What if you gave yourself permission to like 
like you, you weren't always confident in the present perfect. Like, first of all, I speak fluent English. I have no idea what that even is. So if you're like, you weren't always so confident in that, like it took time and experience and continuing to do it. Yeah. And I was, I mean, I was horrible at explaining it at the beginning too. Exactly. And it's probably not going to be any different with your herbalism business, right? Like, and through explaining it, I mean, it's probably not going to be horrible, but through explaining it, maybe not the best way you're going to listen to that video and be like, Oh, you know, I should have said it this way. Or people are going to ask questions that then allow you to explain it again. And there's always permission to evolve, right? You can always delete the video and put up a new video. Like there's never, it's never like set in stone. No, that's true. And you, I don't know. It's just something that. Yeah, no, I think it's a good point. It's a good point to bring up is this like, um, getting more comfortable flying by the seat of our pants. Um, Mm -hmm. And I do the same thing. I I tend to do live videos because they force me to just kind of, you know, and sometimes I like almost black out. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm saying on here. And like afterwards I'll listen to it. I'm like, oh, okay. Like someone, like something was happening. Um, And a lot of times I will make like a little framework of just like topics I want to, like I'll go live on Instagram TV and I'll, I'll have like a little, you know, notes of what I want to cover, kind of the general gist of it. And every now and then afterwards, I'm like, man, I missed that one thing I wanted to talk about. But, um, you know, always, there's always time to put out more content. Like, yeah, you, know, you always have no, a chance so to do true. it again. And I think that it's, it, everything needs to be, it goes back to everything needs to be perfect. And, yeah. 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 And does it really need to be perfect? Like, yeah. does your audience really care about that piece? Or is that That's some true. pressure you're putting on yourself? Yeah. And I'm sure like, if I go back and watch some of my lectures, I'm sure like some, some of my teachers will sometimes misspeak or stumble yeah. over their words or whatever. It's not like, it's not a movie. It's not perfect. Yeah. yeah. If you listen to the <laughs> president of the United States talk, it'll <laughs> <laughs> be a prime example of letting it be messy. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and he's great with branding. So, you know, <laughs> But yeah, just keeping it in mind, like this perfectionism gremlin and where it's showing up and like, think about like, you could have a thriving business, right? You could be teaching workshops and people are signing up and they're ready to learn about herbalism and you're sending herbs across the world to hold these workshops and like to hold yourself back because of an obsession over it being exactly perfect is silly, right? Like you've been thinking about this for three years. You've had this account for six months. Like how many more months are we going to go before you can fully step into and own that and fully step into your power? You are so right. Oh my God. I, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yay. So did this help? Did you find this helpful? Did this help you get some clarity on like what you're doing? What's next? Where you've been stuck? All that goodness. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very surprised to look at where I've been stuck because I don't know, you may have said once to me or in a workshop, um, you asked, I don't know, like, do you feel like you make things harder than they need to be? Or do you, are you, does it need to be perfect? And I, I don't know, sometimes I would answer no to those questions, but really talking it out, it, I think that really was blo- or part, part of what was really blocking me. Mm. That's what's so cool about these, but like, I love have, having people come on and do this and coaching people in general is like, it's sometimes it's so hard to see where you're stuck. Like when I first 
I used to be like, who, what the hell are coaches? Like, why do people hire them? Like, why do you need them to tell you? And now it's like so funny how much I've come, like now that I am a coach, like sometimes you do need that outside perspective. It's just like that banter to help you even see within yourself. Like, you're like, wow, I didn't even know that that was what was behind that. Yes, absolutely. And I'll go back to that workshop that you did again. It's even when we were doing it and I was answering the questions, I would think like, well, I guess, or nah, not really. And it really took me a day or two in re-listening to it. And it just, I don't know, it made me realize things that I, I would have answered differently to before yeah. having that process. Yeah. And it is. And sometimes you have to see like how it actually plays out. And then you're like, oh, wait, actually, that is something that I struggle with. That is something I've been doing. Yeah, no, but it's, yeah. I get it too with, with the coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It can be really helpful to just help you kind of see, like sometimes you don't even realize where you're stuck. You're just stuck. Yeah. And I think also with accountability, like that Mm. would also help me too, because I, I need deadlines Yeah, and I don't have them anymore. I know. And you said that. So could you set deadlines for yourself? Like, yeah, I'm just like, and then what happens if you don't? I don't know. I get, there've been yeah. a few techniques. My, yeah, I told my mom the same thing and she gave me the advice. Well, why don't you, if you do this, then you can get a pedicure or something like that. Like so I just need yourself. to, yeah, like come up with a system where I'm accountable to the deadlines. But I, I think with the coach also that helps like being accountable to another person or maybe finding a friend that, mm. you know, Hey, I'm a friend and a coach. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But like that piece, like for me, deadlines don't really do much for me. Like it's just not how I'm built. And, um, and you with a open sacral and a defined root, you're going to kind of get your creative bursts. They're going to kind of come in bursts. You're going to have like a burst of energy and ideas, and then you're going to have some downtime and you might have some bursts and then like some downtime. So just like knowing that it's smarter, it's easier to work within that like if you set a deadline and then like the energy and the inspiration are just not there to me to force yourself to to then put it out when you're not like truly behind it is just silly so Mm -hmm. I don't I'm not a big deadline person it's never worked well for me I try to like work when the energy and the inspiration is there and not work when it's not there um so every now and then that means like a Saturday night at 10 o'clock I'm like oh my website and I'll sit down and I'll just crank out my website and it'll come out beautifully where there's been other times if I am forcing myself to get it done that I'll spend hours and like I just feel like I'm stumbling and I can't quite get the words right so learning to work with your energy and not against it is really big for that too like um like deadlines can be helpful if they give you that little bit of pressure and with your defined route you might like that but um also be, be okay to know that like you're, you are going to have bursts of energy and it is going to be best for you to work within those bursts instead of trying to like force, like if you're just really tired, like you just need, you just need a nap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And not be so hard on myself when I don't do what I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a, you know, the, Society tells us that we're only useful for being productive and getting stuff done. And that's really not true, especially like with the energy in your chart and being a manifester, you're going to work best when you've had time to re rest and recharge. So sometimes if I'm feeling really stuck and I'm like trying to get my website done. I go outside, I go for a walk, like go for a walk in the forest, look at some herbs, like 
sometimes that, or I'll take a shower. That's one of my favorites. Like sometimes that, then the inspiration will come to me, you know, all of a sudden I'm in the shower and I'm like, ah, I just got seven good ideas for reels, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just laughing because you and your showers, <laughs> me and my showers. Yeah. You, she, we were roommates. So she knows all about me and my showers. Um, I shower like five times a day. Um, but for me, it is like my happy place. And it's where I get some of the best inspiration, some of the best ideas. Like if I'm really feeling stuck on something, a lot of times I'll hop in there and like get the hot water going and like, sure enough, the juices start flowing and all the good stuff starts coming in. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Like my baths. I like baths. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you got to like find what works for you. And yeah, maybe like rewarding yourself when you do meet like a goal that you had in mind, it could be a really good way. Yeah. Finding something that works for you, regardless of what it is. Okay. Yeah. All right, Miss Samantha, I'm so glad that this helped you to find some clarity today. And I knew that like your deep passions were going to be behind the um, herbalism before we even got on the call. Cause I know you. So no. why don't you, I told you, I told you before that I wanted to focus on my English. I know. <laughs> but yeah, that's, this is, this was way better, honestly. Yeah. That's usually yeah. how that goes. <laughs> Psych. So where can people find you? Let us know, like, where can they find you? Where can they find your biz? So on Instagram, I'm at holistic with an H underscore me underscore. My name's Samantha Lee. Um, and also on YouTube, holistic me by Samantha Lee. I may be changing my Instagram handle once I launch a website, but that's what it is right now. Mm-hmm. And no big deal, right? You don't have to get it perfect. Permission to evolve is always going to change. And I will get that information too for you guys and throw it in the show notes. So if you want to find Sam and her business, you can do that there. Thank you so much for coming on today, Sam. This was awesome. I think everybody's going to get a lot out of listening to this conversation. Thanks, Abby. Love you. (laughs) And everybody else, we will see you next time on Ask Abby. Ask Abby.